Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Starbucks bans porn in its outlets. YouPorn responds by banning Starbucks in its office. I think that's a fair trade-off, right? <laughs> in a case of sweet revenge, popular adult website YouPorn has responded to Starbucks porn ban by banning Starbucks coffee inside their offices. After facing flack for many years, the American coffee house Starbucks chain is finally blocking customers from searching and viewing adult content within their establishment. I didn't even know that that was happening. I normally don't go and watch porn at Starbucks. I notice people watch porn. They try and watch porn at the local library, too. You know, you can use the library's computers. This is the last place that you even want to get involved in sexy time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a, a library? Like, have you seen the people in the library? I mean, it's like 130-year-old people are in the library. That's who's there. Like, what, what, what part of that makes you like, oh, this is an environment where I should watch some porn and get all sexy time? I'm like, that's just ridiculous. And Starbucks as well? Who's watching porn in a Starbucks? Come on. I don't know about you, I, but I, you know, porn to me is watched in a certain set and setting, you know? Uh, and as part of my rules in the setting, as far as the setting goes, well, there's really only one rule. Don't do it. Don't watch it in public. <laughs> so that's pretty much, uh, that's how I watch my porn. I don't know. Other people just enjoy I don't know where you, um, and, and you know, and it's hard times if you can't, if you, I mean, we, we can watch porn on our phones now, guys, you know that? On your, on your phone. You don't have to go to a Starbucks to watch the porn. You can watch it on your phone, you know, on the bus. <laughs> While it rarely occurs, the use of Starbucks public Wi-Fi to view illegal or egregious content is not, nor has it ever been permitted. We have identified a solution to prevent this content from being viewed within our stores, and we will begin introducing it to our U.S. locations in 2019, Starbucks told the media. Um, Well, porn is not illegal content. Is that illegal? I mean, it's only illegal if you're under 18 when you're viewing it, so that's not. But they also use the word egregious to describe content is it, would you would you categorize porn as egregious i wouldn't categorize it as egregious unless it's crazy porn like you know a guy screwing an armadillo or something you know what i mean it's like bestiality is pretty egregious um underage porn obviously extremely illegal but porn in general not egregious in my opinion and not illegal um but I do agree with Starbucks not wanting to have people watching porn in their store, uh, I suppose, in the cafe. I, I totally get that. Um, the rollout comes after years of coercion by an Internet safety organization called Enough is Enough. They've been pushing Starbucks and other franchises to set up filters on mature content. Enough is Enough. It's <laughs> a funny name for your organization. That's not specific enough. That could be anything. Enough is enough could be an organization that backs anything, any cause. You know, I don't, I don't hear 
Hey, do you know about that organization? Enough is enough. Yeah, what's that? What's that about? Yeah, they, they want to ban porn um, in the public libraries and Starbucks. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. In a, dram- in a dramatic twist of events, by the way, as the story goes on, unhappy with the porn ban in Starbucks, YouPorn, an adult content website, has responded to the ban by banning Starbucks in its offices. An email written by Charlie Hughes, the vice president of YouPorn, has been doing the rounds on Reddit. Here's a quote from it. In light of the news that Starbucks has blocked customers from searching and viewing adult content within their establishments, Starbucks products will officially be banned from our YouPorn offices effective January 1st, 2019. (laughs) Signed, Charlie Hughes, Vice President, YouPorn. I don't know. I I, I don't think YouPorn is really getting the message here. (laughs) Like, does YouPorn really think that, uh, you, you know, you should proudly suggest that people watch your website in uh, in a cafe. I mean, is that what you... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Look, at, I'm all for, you know, you porn defending themselves when someone kind of attacks them for other reasons. But this this seems like... I, th- I feel like Starbucks is fine doing this. It's just, this is fine. And that you porn doesn't really have a leg to stand on in this. Because there are certain places where, you know, you shouldn't be watching porn. I mean, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Then again, I'm not in charge of a cafe or any other place where people would come and watch porn. I mean, well, I mean, people have come and watched porn in my apartment, but that was an arrangement that we had. <laughs> an arrangement that we had. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's true, though. Sorry, but I don't want someone in a public place surfing porn right next to me. It's kind of ridiculous. Do that stuff in the privacy of your own place, not in a public place. Have respect for families around you. I feel sorry for the staff at Starbucks because now they can't bring a Starbucks to work, wrote one customer. Someone else wrote... Someone else complained. These are customer complaints, by the way. To think we're in that day and age where we're looking up porn on the internet is no longer seen as an aspect of being a bad person. And a porn company, which previously might have been seen as a dirty company, is socially capable of retaliating to being blacklisted. This person was, uh, I guess, not ups- was very upset with the YouPorn's retaliation. Aside from the fact that someone was watching porn at Starbucks, uh, this new policy kind of just says, quote, you can't bring Starbucks to work anymore. If you work at YouPorn. Now, I'm sure no boss would enforce this, but can you imagine being fired? And one of the reasons is, I brought Starbucks to my workplace. (laughs) I'm sure YouPorn isn't going to strictly enforce this. This is them just trying to, this is a publicity stunt. I mean, let's let's be real, right? YouPorn's not going to (laughs) fire the the CFO because the CFO brought Starbucks in. I mean, do you guys really, you took this literally? People took this literally? This is a joke. Hello. Oh, they're burning. They're they're banning porn in their cafes. Well, your your coffee's thereby banned in our office. I mean, this is a publicity thing. This is a PR. This is this is good PR, actually. This is c- clever, crafty PR because it's wrapped up in humor and controversy. It's the best free advertisements you can get. Well, I mean, no, they probably have a PR person then. Uh, someone also wrote, "You uh, you porn." There's an office. I thought it was just some dude hosting a site. <laughs> In his basement. <laughs> no. You porns probably makes ducats, man. Big big time money. And they probably they probably drink, you know, upwards of ten to twenty cups of Starbucks coffee a day. So Starbucks beware, you're gonna be taken down by this ban in the U porn office. Believe you me. Believe you me, who says that? India's controversial baby dropping ritual is back. I didn't know anything about baby dropping. Um, 
I've nearly dropped a few babies in my life. I didn't know it was a ritual. <laughs> Apparently, in places like India, it is a ritual. Um, I didn't drop almost drop the baby on purpose. That's just you can just chalk that up to Jonesy has very little baby experience. I'm just not good with babies. Um, that's that's how that goes. You know, not not for lack of trying. I mean, I've tried to bond with some babies, but they just they're very. They're hard to handle, man. They really are. Um, <laughs> unless you give them a little whiskey, and then they're <laughs> night, night. Uh, so, <laughs> so India has a controversial baby-dropping ritual. Um, this, was, by the way, was sent to me by Seeking Plum. So thank you for this article. This is really funny stuff. And I watched the video of the baby. They call it baby-throwing, baby-dropping. They basically hold a baby, a newborn, up, like, and they drop the damn thing off the side of a building. It falls probably maybe three stories, and people catch it in a sheet. And there's a there's like hundreds of people standing around the uh, the baby catchers, the the baby catching squad. I don't know if you're tr- if they're trained baby catchers. Uh, the person that drops the baby seems to be trained because the person that that's dropping the babies in this video seems to have a little method where they. Well, you got to watch it. Just Google it. Watch the video. But they, they take the baby's feet and arms and they kind of, they, they do a little move with them. They kind of stretch them and then they, and then they drop. It's like, I mean, this is, you think it's crazy, but it's just, this is going on. This is true. Anybody been to India? Anyone from India listening to this? Uh, I don't think I have any fans from India, but maybe, you, maybe someone out there is in India and can, uh, can weigh in on this uh, baby dropping thing. Maybe one of you were dropped as a baby in this, in this way. Um, if you got video of that, please send it over to me. I'd love to see you, your baby pictures and your baby video of you being dropped. So the devote, this is the, what the article says. The devotee scales the high, the devotee scales the high walls of a religious shrine on a rope, a bucket dangling off his back. Once he is at the top, typically about 30 feet high, he retrieves a baby from the bucket handing it over to a bunch of men standing on the balcony of this building. One of these men takes hold of the baby's hands and feet, holding the child as though it, was, it were a basket. He swings the kid back and forth in the air, exclaiming a chant in the praise of, a lo- of some lord, and then shockingly, the baby is dropped. Baby dropping could be India's most bizarre ritual. Screaming, wailing babies are dropped from several meters into the air, and there are a group of 14 to 15 men standing right below holding a blanket that breaks the baby's fall right before the ground. Just as it bounces on the blanket once, it is caught by one of the men and handed over to the baby's mother. Understandably, it takes several minutes before the baby recovers from the shock. <laughs> yeah, understandably. I love how Oh, man. Just so matter-of-fact, like, and understandably, the baby takes a few moments to recover from the shock. Yeah, the baby probably is shocked for years. The, if, if you were to, you know, put a, a grown Indian person through therapy, I'll bet you, you know, after days and days of talking about the, uh, you know, various childhood traumas that we all get in a, in a normal human being's life, I'll bet you this baby dropping incident would come up eventually in therapy. I think the reason why I don't trust people is because a bunch of adults just threw me off a building. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's why you can't keep a relationship. <laughs> Insert Indian name. Uh, <laughs> the local name of this baby-throwing ritual remains unknown, but it has apparently been in practice for the past 700 years by Hindu and Muslim Indians alike in the states of Karnataka and Maharashtra. Maharashtra. The ritual happens only once per year, and it is believed to bring good luck to the baby, keeping it safe and healthy. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> 
It also ensures prosperity for the entire family. The ritual is generally meant for babies less than two years of age and is so absurd that it seems to blatantly defy all reason and logic. However, locals are pretty staunch in their belief and in spite of all the hue and the cry raised by human rights activists and even a ban on the ritual in 2011, this year's ceremonies were carried out as usual and it's back, baby. Baby dropping is back. The most recent baby dropping event was held last week at a temple in Karnataka. <laughs> Unbelievable. I guess, you know, this is... It's, I mean, some people love bungee jumping. This is sort of like that. If you like skydiving, you know. <laughs> but this is a little bit of an early jump on the skydiving train. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is a little too early in life to get on that. Yeah, my baby's a little bit of a thrill seeker. My baby likes to skydive. and You should see the footage of my baby being dropped from a five-story building. It's incredible. Baby loved it. Loved it from the get-go. From the first drop, I knew my baby was going to be a professional skydiver. You know? Join the Air Force. Whatever. <laughs> A lot of bungee jumping careers came from this baby drop ceremony, I'm sure. Hey, just when you think we're treating our babies terribly, look at this. Look at India. <laughs> just throwing a baby off a roof. Eh, it does the baby good, you know? <laughs> I'm sure. It does the baby real good. I thought spanking the baby right after it's born by the doctor was tra- traumatic enough. Apparently in India, that's nothing. You spank your baby? <laughs> that's nothing. That's nothing. Come to this five-story building and watch what we do to our babies. <laughs> you have to watch this video. Please call Weird AF News too. You got to you got to talk. We get let's talk about baby dropping. I I got to get to the bottom of this. Someone out there knows about this. Someone has been dropped. I need to know. 646-450-2012. Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Well, doctors say that Weed works best when you, when you put it up your butt. Um, I've never taken weed up the butt before, you know. I typically either smoke it or eat it. But apparently it can go up the butt. I didn't know that. They don't tell you that at the, at the dispensary. They don't really like... <laughs> you don't pull up to the counter and they go, Here, so here's some of our flour that you can smoke. We have some brownies over here that you can eat. And those are little... Um, Penis-shaped uh, weed butt insertions. It's sort of like a... Uh, <laughs> if you've ever used a suppository, you'll love this next product. <laughs> so our current cannabis renaissance is rich in consumption choices, says the article. And I agree. A lot of choices. A lot of ways to have your weed. Cannabis consumers can smoke it, vape it, inhale the bud filtered by bong water and air chambers, Rub it on you with topical salves and potions and lotions. Ingest a full spectrum of edibles, such as cookies, brownies, butter, gummies, hard candy, chocolate. And you can shatter your minds by dabbing some crumble. You guys know about the crumble? Dab the crumble. I can't dab crumble because it's just too strong. We actually wrote down nine different ways you can consume cannabis without smoking it in another article, but I'm not going to read that to you because you guys can imagine. Um, But in the opinion of one medical scientist, you could simply shove the herb up your ass and perhaps enjoy the best of all possible cannabis highs. Yes, right up the butt apparently is the best way to do it, according to one scientist. One thing is for certain, representatives of the medical community in both the United States and Canada believe that smoking is the most counterproductive means of consuming medical cannabis, especially for patients who smoke to address a health issue. Yes, I've noticed that. They say smoking is not the the best way to do it. They say that eating it is the best way, really. Uh, Now, 
Paul Farnan is an addiction specialist at the Universe, University of British Columbia. Farnan says smoking cannabis as a medicine, it's like smoking opium for pain relief. The process might relieve the pain, but presents challenges to sick persons' overall health, particularly in the lungs, since a lot of people in Europe mix their cannabis with tobacco. Yes, which is, which is, uh, which is what I really like to smoke. It's called a spliff. I love tobacco and cannabis together. I like that. Uh, but I would say, in general, most people don't do that. Most people do not mix it with tobacco. So I think this, uh, maybe in Europe, that's a thing. But really, in the U.S., it's not that, it's not that common. Um, but yeah, you know, if you can imagine smoking on your lungs, you know, um, what does smoke do to your lungs overall? Yeah, there's a health concern there for sure. You can vape though. I mean, there's so many other ways. Um, there was one medical director at George Washington University in Washington, D.C. who says sick people should stop smoking cannabis and use other dosing methods. One in particular, uh, it's difficult to absorb enough of this drug through your lungs anyway. And, uh, Gastric acids interfere when someone eats it, the doctor says. So, in my opinion, rectally is actually a lot more preferred because of the volume of absorption. You can put a lot more and it gets absorbed a lot better. But not everybody is open to this way of administration. Up the butt. Then again, making rectal consumption popular might be, might be all in the way you sell it. <laughs> okay. And that's the end of the article. Ah, what do you guys think? Weed up the butt? <laughs> I know my buddy Ryan's really into the weed, so I'm sure he'll call in about this or email me. Um, I'd like to know if any of you have experimented with this. Uh, what a weird thing to ask your fans. Hey, have you put weed up your butt? Call Weird AF News. We want to hear from you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, let me tell you something, though. I'm open to it. Shoot, man. I'll try anything, really, for the most part. Put, I'll take weed up the butt just to give it a go. Um, what can I say? I like chemicals. I'm into chemicals. I, I, I like to try chemicals. There was some, there was some people in my apartment today taking chemicals. I can't tell you about that though. That's, that's an, on another episode. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to hang out with them after this. You can be sure about that. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure there's some cannabis experts out there who have, uh, experimented with this way. And maybe you have an opinion on that. Um, maybe there's a, they don't, the article doesn't really get into exactly how you take it up the butt. I mean, do you just poke a, you can't, I'm assuming you don't poke the herb up there. Do you push a little gummy bear up there? I mean, what do you, how do you do it? A little cannabis oil on the, on the old uh, pinky finger or the thumb if you're daring. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a, that's a, that's a how tight is your butt joke, guys. Hey, we're getting crazy on Weird AF News. Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. We can believe it, Jonesy. Uh, please call into Weird AF News, 646-450-2012 or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com or reach out. On Instagram or Twitter, at Funny Jones, and Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. If you happen to have some uh, some weed that, that you know can be taken rectally, please mail that to me. You just call me up, email me, I'll give you my address, you can send that on, and I'll tell you how it worked. <laughs> we'll do a study. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll vape it, I'll eat it, and I'll put it up my butt, and I'll keep a graph of how, how good the high was. And we'll, This is called science, guys. Science. I know all about it. What's up, weirdos? I'm enjoying a cup of coffee here. I want to thank uh, those of you who, um, who feed me my coffee. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, I had a great weekend in the desert. And if you follow my Instagram, you can, you can see some amazing photos. And I, and I spent the weekend with a lovely Floridian. And, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's really changed my opinion on Florida a little bit. Because um, um, she, she's wonderful. And uh, 
I love to, I'd like to think that there's more wonderful people in Florida. I don't know where they are, but they're out there, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed Florida Fridays, by the way. How ironic was uh, I was spending Friday with someone from Florida and at the same time releasing Florida Fridays. Crazy. Jonesy, Jonesy, how do you do it? How do you do it? I'm just wrapped up in Florida these days. What can I say? I also got a lovely email from Teresa Lamar who wrote, Just a note to say I love your humor, Jonesy. Or maybe it's your voice. Or maybe it's both. Your voice, both. Why did I I sound like I was from Canada? Or Scotland. Or maybe it's both. Your voice is the last thing I hear on my Google Mini before I go to sleep. Is that strange? I know most of your fans start their day off with you. I'm an ending the night kind of person. Uh, From Tennessee. Terry Lynn. Well, thank you, Terry. Hey, there's nothing wrong with listening at night. Look, at I'm on the West Coast, and I realize that sometimes I release these episodes at like 2 or 3 o'clock my time, and that's like nighttime for some of you, you know? So, hey, anytime you listen to Weird AF News, it's, it's all right with me. Uh, I'm just glad that I have listeners, loyal listeners, and, and, and people like Terry who are nice enough to write in about it and make me feel good about it. So thank you. I'm, I'm happy to add some humor to your life and your day, whether it's morning, whether it's night. Whether it's during the day, whenever it was, whether you're on the toilet or you're in your cubicle, listen to Weird AF News. I'm just happy you do, however you do it. <laughs> if you guys want to send me an email, it's pretty easy. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Send it on over. Uh, if you want to check out my Patreon, by the way, I, I, I suggest that you do. It's pretty cool. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. And, um, you know, you can help out the, you can help out the weird AF empire that we're building over here. Um, and you can also get, uh, my album as well. Um, if you join the Patreon, you get a free Jonesy's comedy album, free download. Isn't that cool? Uh, you can also buy it off my website, jonesy.com. And I have a, uh, a discount code weirdo and that gets you half off, which is pretty dope. Um, I think I left the phone number and all that information in the last segment. So, um, uh, if I could just pimp out one thing, mostly of all, my Instagram is the shit. So you should, you should all be following me on Instagram. I put out so many cool stories. Like the whole weekend in the desert, man, I came across some weird shit in the desert, man. We, we trespassed and like kind of – we didn't break in, but we, we, uh, we, we entered an old gold refinery from like the 1930s that's abandoned. And uh, I took some photos in, inside there and like – Oh, man, there was all these old abandoned cars from the 30s and 40s out in the middle of the desert. Oh, it was so cool. And stayed in a tiny house. Got some photos of the tiny house. How weird is that? I've done, a, I've done stories on tiny houses on this show before. Tiny houses are cool. That was my first experience inside a tiny house. By the way, amazing. Amazing. I don't know if I could live there 365 days a year, but definitely you could spend a weekend in a tiny house in the desert. That's a, that's a bomb-ass activity if I've ever heard of one. So cool. It kind of reminded me of like a Manhattan apartment, you know, really tiny. Um, but I'm, if you're short like me, you know, it works. Totally works. You know, you got to be short to have sex in a tiny house. That's all I'm going to tell you guys. Yeah, you should be short. You should be under 5'8 at least. You're going to hit your head. You'll just hit your head. It could happen. Look, I'm just saying, I'm just looking out for you. All right. If you're going to be a six footer, man, you got to get some high ceilinged tiny house. All right. Your tiny house game has to be on point. <laughs> wow, this is turning into a weird segment. Oh, I wanted to do something I never do, by the way. I wanted to, to do an update on a story. And I didn't think it was, it warranted its own segment. So I'm just going to throw it in here. I did a story about a man uh, a few months ago who, who requested that the government allow him to take 20 years off his official age. Uh, 
um, so he could get more, get better action on Tinder or some dating app. <laughs> and it's in uh, the Netherlands. Well, turned out, turns out this just came in. The Dutch court rejected the man's request uh, to take 20 years off his life or his age rather. And so I just thought you guys might like that update. I think we were arguing about whether that guy should be able to. Well, the Dutch, the Dutch court said, no, sir, you can't take 20 years off your life. You be your age, okay? Can't be changing your age for certain benefits. Because then it could be like, if they say yes to that, then someone could add 20 years to their age. And then next thing you know, they're collecting Social Security and they're really not age 65 or over. You can't start that shit. That's just my opinion. I'm not a government employee. Yeah, hello there, young man. This is a Republican calling back. Just wanted to let you know that you cost me a pretty good bit of money, but I guess I did it to myself. Let me explain. Since you broadcast on your show about my frog farm business, I've had what you might call a caravan of liberal Democrats heading towards my frog farm to protest around my farm. And I had to hire what you may call the border guards to stay around my property to keep these damn liberal Democrats from rushing in and stealing my frogs. Uh, however, uh, they was throwing rocks at the guards. So then I guess I, uh, I guess you could call it a wall I had to build. Uh, it's actually just a fence. But I had to build it around a whole hundred acres, so you can imagine that cost. Then I released 1,000 water moccasin snakes, 1,000 rattlesnakes in the property. Of course, that cost me some more money because I had to buy all my frog gatherers high water boots to keep the snakes from biting them. Uh, I don't know how much money this has cost me, but anyway, uh, just wanted to let you know that, uh, uh, that that all went on, but uh, I guess it's my own fault for, for calling in and telling you about it. But uh, I guess uh, the best way to keep them goddamn liberal Democrats out is to build a bigger wall. See you later there, young man. Hey, Jonesy. The story you did yesterday about the man hiding bags or a bag of cocaine in his penis is really nothing but a sensational headline. It's kind of really fake news. It's just a sensational headline to get people to read the story. Uh, really, he didn't hide cocaine in his penis. He had a apparently large foreskin, and he just had hidden uh, probably a, a small bag, probably a little tiny bag of cocaine under his foreskin. It's like saying that someone hid a hairbrush in their rectum. You know, uh, a, a large, heavy-set person might be able to hide a hairbrush between their butt cheeks. That's a lot different than saying that they had the hairbrush in their rectum. Trying to equate those two things are completely different, and that's what this headline has done. Sensationalism to try to get someone to read the story. Anyhow, I just wanted to throw my two cents worth in on that. I don't blame you for the story in any way, but uh, it's just someone writing a, a fantastical headline to get people to read the article. Anyway, take care. Keep doing the weird news. 
Bye. Hey, Jonesy, man. Yeah, great, great, great show last night. Yeah, the, uh, you, you was kind of blown away, man, to hear about Tennessee and the corruption. And then you were like, I didn't understand. Well, uh, so in Tennessee, um, the, uh, basically the farming in order to, in order to, uh, you can, you can buy seed and buy the land and you can grow what you made. Uh, but, when you try to sell it, nobody will buy it because you don't have a contract. The only way to get a contract is to be like, they call it kinfolk, like kin to somebody. You have to be related somehow. And so, I mean, you would think like, you know, like it's kind of funny to hear people talk about, like, yeah, Tennessee with, you know, wood teeth or, you know, having sex with animals. It's not, it's not the case, man. You have these farmers driving around on $900,000 combines. It, you, you're making maybe around 500000 a year. You've got... You've got, you know, teenage kids riding around seventy thousand dollar turbo diesels, man. I mean, the the money is 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 incredible, and you know, it goes so much deeper than that, even. But, um, yeah, anytime you see people who don't have contracts, what they do is they're they're selling their crops on the side of the road, you know, like corn or, or whatever things, that, because they they cannot sell it, and so. Say, like, even for businesses, man, I mean, you, you try to get a job, you know, I don't care what kind of background you've got or education, you're, you're never going to be, like, upper board level. All those people only hire their friends, man. And so, I mean, it's it's incredible stuff to see. Like, uh, politicians, I mean, it's like uh, the mayor, Megan Barry of Nashville, she just got busted uh, for, for using Davidson County money, and uh, her fling was, you know, the, one of the... Metro police guy who's pretty high up who who was married. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's incredible. There was there was a, there were some kids. I think there was a story about some kids and there was a there's a something in a school. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into it. And they they tried to go through court and everything. And the, the lawyers, the judge, uh, the police, everybody, they were all friends related somehow, man. So they had to move the whole thing to a completely different county, but. The, the level of corruption is, is very, very deep. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible, man. It's incredible to see, you know, it's not, you know, I've been around the world, man. And I, this is, this is probably the worst I've ever seen, but yeah, there you go, John. There's some, there's some background on it. All right, brother.